0: Spitfires. Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire podcast. I am your host Lauren Lemonian the Spitfire coach and now the founder of Spitfire Institute. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, go to spitfireinstitute.com. It's where All of these podcasts are going to be hosted. You've got blogs and videos. It is a different look at the way that we do business, whether you work in a company or you work at home, or maybe you're just taking a hiatus, or maybe you're working at home doing things and you wish you had some colleagues. Uh, It is a way to maintain your sanity, to get inspired, to make sense of this crazy thing called life. These are universal principles. Anything you read in a business book or you see on a TED Talk are founded in universal principles. That's why this all makes sense. And we're taking a fresh approach on it so that it's easy to digest. There are actionable steps and you can start to make it happen in your everyday life. So head on over to spitfireinstitute.com. Check it out. Let us know what you think. If you're experiencing some friction, a problem, let us know and we're gonna tackle it in a future resource. Now, today, we are talking about some buzzwords. I was listening to uh, this live stream of Gallup's The Science of Business Building. It was uh, a live event in DC, and honestly, I just could not get out of bed. It started at 8.30 in the morning. I used to be a morning person. I am not anymore, so I got in my PJs, and i plugged it in uh, to my ear and while i was watching these things struck me they were talking about these five conditions that indicated whether or not a company was going to be successful or not so whether they broke two million dollars or whether they kind of stayed stagnant year over year so one of the themes that they talked about was alignment meaning do employees have an aligned mindset view that line up with what the company's about, what the company's brand is. And I'm like, is alignment a new buzzword? Is it like the next work-life balance? And then last or a couple years ago, I was, I was part of this um, live summit that was in the association community and someone kept talking about integration. And I feel like we keep trading off these buzzwords, trying to talk about what we're really getting after, which is, does all this stuff make sense? Are the dots connected? Are we in a state of flow? So I wanna spend some time talking about what's the difference between alignment, balance, and integration. And you can pick whatever word works for you, but it's understanding how do these words show up in your everyday life, whether you're at work or at home, whatever it is you're doing, how do you start to use these words in a way that supports you rather than puts you in a place of judgment so i'm first going to talk about balance because i feel like five ten years ago work-life balance was all the rage you know i want work-life balance uh it was like the millennial rally cry uh work-life balance is everything it means that uh you know i can spend as much energy uh out of the office as i do in the office and there's there's a close and and i think that that's a myth i think work-life balance uh doesn't exist because number one we don't have boundaries Uh, we have these smartphones that come with us everywhere we have tablets we are getting notified on our wrists Um, there there is no more uh, exit strategy of transition of what we do we are stuck in this uh, constant barrage of interruptions and notifications and I was actually just joking about this in my co-work space as I was making coffee and I said you know it's really funny I get paid by companies to tell their employees to turn off their notifications And that's not very far off it's so under our nose but the things that we're allowing in are creating these disruptions in our life are creating this bleeding over of work into our personal life and if you work from home this is even more challenging so this idea of balance you know if you think of it from a very uh physics level uh visualization we kind of have this center point we can imagine like a triangle in the center of a line and on one side might be work and on the other side is everything outside of work and physics doesn't lie so if you think of balance it's a straight line but that means that you have to take away from something to place it somewhere else and that's not feasible nor does it work for people because if we know anything about human human reaction human human existence scarcity does not work in fact when we feel like scarcity is peaking up it rises it makes our cortisol levels rise so if we feel like we don't have enough to eat we're stressing about eating if we feel like our job might be threatened if our if our ability to pay our bills may be at risk our cortisol levels are going to to peak up so if we think of any change in that way that we have to make sacrifices or let things go or and have them taken away from us in order to create balance, it's actually creating stress. And along with that, every time you look at someone saying, I'm so balanced, then we then have this comparison trap that creates this judgment that makes us feel even more inadequate. So if you haven't noticed, I am anti-balance. Like, Cool if you wanna do it, but I feel like it's one of those buzz phrases that just needs to take a hike. It's not realistic. it just doesn't work. So if you love balance, go ahead. You can you can argue with me all you want. If you're a balance coach, if you're a balance instructor, whatever, feel free to argue with me about it. Because I feel like uh, you might be living in kind of this woo woo fantasy that works for you, uh, but might not work for everyday people. And that's always been my uh, my take on on mindfulness. It's great if it's in ideal functions, but how do you start to incorporate it into everyday? And we've got some past episodes uh, with Erin Son, who's great, and uh, Andromeda Peters, who's a former uh, Miss United States, talking about mindfulness and self-care. And we'll get to what that really means. So balance, let's kind of put that on the shelf because uh, it might not be working for you. The next one that came up was integration. And integration is awesome. But this word actually came up this week when I was talking to uh, one of my clients who works in tech. They are currently experiencing an acquisition of another company. They're bringing another company into their existing culture. And he kept mentioning integration. We want successful integration. And I said, well, what does that mean to you? And he said, well, that they're communicating in the way that works for us, that, uh, you know, they're, they're telling us what we need to know, that they're speaking up. And I said, what does that sound like to you? And he's like, it sounds like we want them to assimilate. And I said, yeah, so where does the stress come out there? He's like everywhere. And so we were able to pinpoint all of these points of friction because if we look at integration as only you coming into our existence, there's going to be a lot of heels dug in. There's going to be a lot of resistance and people scratching at their old ways. They want to go back there because it's known. If we can look at this as a very human experience, any change that is unknown will spark stress. So the way that we counter that is how do, we build, how do we build trust? How do we build understanding? So when we think of integration, what are we actually trying to integrate? If we talk about culture, then we're talking about values. So how do we communicate values that are shared that we can understand or shared rather than us dictating here is the way that you need to be in order to fit in you know it's the difference between integration and conforming we don't necessarily want someone to conform because when people are coming from different experiences they have their own lessons learned they have their own perspective and if we learn to appreciate that and take what works and let go what doesn't or transition that into a lesson learned it expands our wealth of knowledge. It allows us to learn from one another instead of judging right from wrong. And I think that's the biggest difference. Just because something is different doesn't mean it's wrong. So if we think of integration in our own practice of being related to balance or related to alignment, integration is thinking of what are our core values and how do we apply those into everything we're doing? So for me, one of my core values is play. And so I know when I'm incorporating play, even recording this podcast right now, I'm having so much fun, my creativity is spiking, I've got ideas coming out the wazoo, and I wanna bring other people along with me. So I know that that is a key piece for me to make things happen. Now, if you think of what is the core value that allows you to make things happen, maybe it's about collaboration. So how do you incorporate or integrate collaboration into the things that you're doing? Whether it's at work or maybe it's at home with when you're Joining like an exercise uh, group or you're running or walking or maybe it's a book club How are you collaborating with one another? I've got a fun story about collaboration I'm in the process of finishing uh, a collaborative book with 26 authors that will be coming out this spring I'm super excited uh, because I realized that Collaboration is also a core value for me and I figured out how to uh, stretch collaboration in a way that brought fun and play So you see how there's values connecting. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, I have a values worksheet on my website. I'll include the link here. But I think dive into that of what are the core values that you can start to integrate into your activities. So we've talked about balance as kind of like either or subtraction addition. We've talked about integration, which is really like the weaving through of values. And then I want to talk about alignment because alignment seems like it's now emerging as a buzzword. It's really important to me. In fact, uh, last or two months ago, I went and did a team facilitation and I asked everyone to write uh, what quality they most admired in other people. And alignment was my word, because alignment to me is when people show up in a state of flow. That who they are, what they do, what they say, what they think, what they feel is completely lined up with those core values. So in integration, we have like a tasting, uh, a a little nod to the value. In alignment, it's completely stacking up with these elements in. So rather than like a winding road, we have something that is so clear. We have that path of that's what I want. And that doesn't mean that we can't, you know, veer off and explore and experiment, but it means that when we are in alignment, when we have those things so clearly lined up, it's that straight point from A to B. It's not, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, we're going A to B to Z to do, like we're making it happen. And it's not that it takes away from experiencing anything else, but it's just that we are so laser focused on the vision that we want to create. So I think alignment is amazing. I think integration is amazing. And I think balance probably gets you to alignment. So I feel like I'm dogging balance, but that's okay. Um, But I think this leads to what this is ultimately about, what balance, integration, alignment is about. It's about choice. It's about us choosing what's important to us, meaning your values. So whatever is driving you, whatever you see as success, as happiness, whatever your passion is around, is about you. It's not about what the buzzword is of the moment. It's not what your boss wants you to be. It's not what your partner wants you to be. It's who are you at the core that when it shows up, people are like, oh yeah, you are aligned and I get it. And that's what attracts in other people. So when we think about an aligned leader, it's not about having the Harvard degree or having an MBA or having you know awards all over your bookshelf. It's about being true to who you are, to what you say, and how you show up. Your actions, your words, your thoughts, your beliefs are completely lined up. There's no wishy-washiness. There's no tiptoeing. It's just you speaking your truth and hearing what other people are saying. It's this lovely feedback loop. So think about how you're kind of viewing yourself. Are you balanced, integrated, aligned, or are you in full choice? Are you in full flow? If you're not sure, this is where we peel it back and bring it back to the values. We explore that side of ourselves so that we can get to know ourselves a little better. And if we're feeling out of alignment, no worries. We know how to get right back there. This isn't about being one way all the time. It's about understanding when maybe we're out of alignment and what kind of knocks us off our course, and then what brings us back. This is all about self-awareness and self-improvement. And the more aware we are, the more we can learn, we can grow, we can understand, and we can share. So I thought I hope this is helpful. Uh, if you need any resources, let me know. Feel free to check out spitfireinstitute.com. And if you haven't subscribed already, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you listen to your podcasts, and look up Spitfire Podcast. Oh yeah, and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Keep being awesome.